Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Thursday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast taking a look at the day's top stories. And uh, our lead story actually has ties uh, to a national story, possibly the national lead story, depending on on who you're listening to it at this point in time. Uh, But uh, Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner uh, talked a little bit about uh, the UFO slash balloons Mm -hmm. slash whatever they are basically right before President Joe Biden went out and and, and spoke about uh, the same thing. What did the senators have to say and sort of tie it into to what the president said uh, said uh, this afternoon, Jeff? Right. Uh, if you recall, earlier this afternoon, President Biden said that uh, these objects that were shot down, not the, the, the spy balloon that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina, but specifically the ones that were shot down Friday, Saturday and Sunday, uh, Alaska, Canadian airspace, and also over Lake Huron. Um, these were not tied to China at all, but they're just kind of uh, connected to private companies and and or research institutes. Not really sure yet um, who specifically those objects are tied to. And we can't really say they're balloons, but they are objects. And the concern is, of course, that they're flying at an altitude that commercial aircraft are flying. And um, uh, Senators uh, Warner and Kane, as well as President Biden, say there need to be sharper rules for these objects because it poses a safety concern for commercial aircraft. But not only that, there are satellites up there that many different com- or countries are uh, putting up into the, uh, into the sky for communications purposes. And both Warner and Kane say there needs to be some communication with the companies, entities, whatever, that are shooting up these objects and the FAA. And there needs to be because, you know, think about the stuff that was in the sky 20 years ago, probably not as many satellites. And there are more satellites now than there probably have been in, you know, and who knows what else. So there needs to be a traffic cop for the the sky is what they think they're all saying right now. It it kind of amazes me that we don't have these rules, especially since we've been doing them for drones, for example. We're not talking at at the at the at the height of drones, but we do have those rules. For, For example, just to use a real local example, my son attends L.C. Bird, which has an engineering school, which would ostensibly do things with drones. Right. They cannot do things with drones because it's literally in the flight path for the yes. Chesterfield County Airport across the street. So interesting I mean, it you should me mention, that they, they yeah. don't have rules for, for higher up. Well, interesting you should mention drones because, and thank you for reminding me, because Senator Warner said during his comments that he's working with a bill with uh, Senator Thune from South Dakota, who is a Republican, so it's a bipartisan effort, to uh, figure out rules for drones after they get out of line of sight. So this would actually go into not, you know, as like you're saying, like your son has to be careful when, 
you know, talk, you know, when he's flying a drone uh, as it, you know, relates to the approach to Chesterfield airport. Well, this is, you know, if you're out of line of sight with your drone, chances are you're going to be possibly interfering with an aircraft that's a little bit higher than that. And he says it has to strike a balance between, you know, privacy rights of the people flying the drone and commercial aircraft safety. Exactly. exactly. And, and a lot of this, you know, again, 20 years ago, like you said, wasn't being considered. Now there's a lot right. more stuff up there. Yeah. And, you know, you got to add drones to the list because they've been, you know, increasing in popularity in the last 10 to 20 years. Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. So, um, again, yeah, what they're looking for, everyone's looking for is tighter rules. And I don't I don't see that as being a, a partisan uh, issue, no. you know. No, it's a, Even it's though a, they're all Democrats, Biden, Kane, and Warner saying this, I would think Republicans would be singing from the same choir sheet as well. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, moving off of that, speaking of Republicans and Democrats, we're moving off of uh, flying objects um, in the General Assembly. Most, you know, mainly the House of Delegates, there is a last ditch, last gasp effort to try and get a uh, vote on a constitutional amendment on abortion rights on the House floor. Um, I can pretty much tell you it's doomed to fail, but what this is really setting up, not surprisingly, um, is a campaign issue for November. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. So what uh, the House Democrats are proposing, Delegate Marcus Simon in particular, um, is a rule change, which, you know, they introduce it. It has to be talked about for five days and then voted on. Um, And what it would do is would that rule change would force this this vote on on, uh, on the abortion constitutional amendment that passed the, the state Senate. Now, that vote is going to fail. The rules change vote is going to fail. But what Democrats are going to do is argue is that that basically is the vote on abortion and then use it in their campaign flyers and campaign ads and everything coming yeah. up in November. So really, right. this is, it's a setup for campaigning, but uh, it's not surprising. We see these types of moves uh, every once in a while in the General Assembly to try try and force some stuff for campaign purposes. For campaign fodder in the future. Yep. Yep. So, and like they could say in the 2023 General Assembly, such and so voted for this. And, and really what it's target, targeting is the the um, the districts, the, the competitive districts, um, right. you know, and even though this is in the Senate, it's a district like um, the one that Sh- Siobhan Donovan is is running in the Senate in. Uh, where you've got a, a very close district um, and an abortion vote may make a difference there. Now, it won't necessarily this vote won't impact her because she's in the Senate, but we're talking about very similar districts, for example, in Henrico, you know, maybe some areas of Chesterfield um, and some areas down in, in the Hampton Roads area where you have some even splits. So, mm-hmm. so but that's that's. It's all setting everything up. Basically, basically, this is all going on while we're still waiting to, to get actual budget negotiations going on, which right. don't appear to be moving all that fast. <laughs> yeah. Constitutional Hail Mary. Yeah, exactly. 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 Um, so moving moving on from there, we had a couple of uh, police related stories today. One uh, out of Richmond. There was this interesting um, police, quote unquote, raid at uh, the Happy Trees. I, I think it's nursery. <laughs> Um, yes. but it's a, it's a hydroponic grow area yeah. um, in, in, it's, in, in the city. Um, and they, that's led to some, some, some arrest or a arrest at this point. Yeah. And it also led to the Richmond police saying in a news release, clarifying like the possession rules for marijuana. 
And so basically what happened, as you mentioned, this happened at the Happy Trees Warehouse, which just reminds me of Bob Ross whenever I hear the Happy Trees. (laughs) But that's what it's called. The Happy Trees Agricultural Supply Warehouse is the official name for it. It's on uh, Roan Street, which is just off Chamberlain. If you know where uh, Chamberlain crosses 95 as you're heading north and it kind of veers to the north and heads north. It's kind of close to the 95 interchange as you head north toward Ginter Park area. So that's kind of where this place is. Uh, There was a search warrant executed there last Thursday night. Uh, We don't know exactly what led to the search warrant. We don't know how much was taken because a judge has sealed details of this uh, search warrant. And so we, we... well, probably won't ever know until maybe he goes to trial or I don't know. But the guy arrested in this case, 37-year-old uh, Josiah Ickes of Mechanicsville, has been charged with two felonies, um, uh, possession with intent to distribute a Scheduled One or Schedule One controlled substance and possession with intent to distribute marijuana. Um, I'm not sure why they say the controlled substance is assuming that's some other drug but um i believe federally it may still qualify as a as a marijuana american okay so this is just detailed charges yeah but but also also you know like you said it was interesting you know yes you can have four um right four ounces four right it's basically and like i said richmond police clarified how much you're supposed to have you can have up to four ounces legally of marijuana. Anything more than four ounces is a misdemeanor. Yeah. And um, okay. anything more than a pound of marijuana is a felony. Yeah. And he, and so he was charged with a felony, so he had more than a pound. He had more than a pound. I would think, dare to say, maybe more than a pound since a judge has sealed the exact details of this. But maybe that's just to protect the case. I don't know. Yeah, no, un- un- understood. And, you know, we're not going to speculate because that's not no. what we do in in in, in journalism. Uh, no. We just we provide the facts. But, yes, he was charged with a felony. So clearly it is a pound or more. So. Right. Absolutely. So uh, and. The arrest apparently was made yesterday because another search warrant was uh, executed at a location on Arthur Ashe Boulevard where apparently he was arrested. Gotcha. And uh, and uh, other police blotter news, Chesterfield made two arrests um, in a fatal shooting that occurred at the uh, Tropicabana restaurant on Route 1. Uh, for folks who don't know where Route 1 is, Route 1 is the former Jeff Davis Highway. Um, and uh, that shooting, I-, I did not realize had turned fatal. It did turn fatal. Um, but they arrested two men. One who's being held actually on immigration, uh, on an immigration detainer up in uh, uh, Newark, New Jersey. Um, And then a second man who was arrested down here in Chesterfield. Now, all three men, the victim plus the uh, the two that are arrested uh, are local to our area. They're they're Henrico and Chesterfield residents. Um, Police believe there was a fight. This led to the shooting. And then. You know, that led to the people, um, people fleeing. And uh, the arrests were, were made in that case. The one has been charged with murder. The one in New Jersey uh, will be charged with murder and use of a firearm. Again, he hasn't been served the warrants yet. The one here in Chesterfield has been charged with being an accessory after the fact and reckless handling of a firearm. So 
So, and this happened this past weekend. Past weekend, and they, like they said, they believe it was a fight. They they um, in talking to Chesterfield police, they said they 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 uh, you know pretty quickly identified these these two men as the suspects they were looking for, and then were able to 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 locate them and make the arrests. Yes, and this was again Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday morning uh, over the weekend. So, right, but it was technically probably very late Saturday night. Well, two thirty four. So it was the yeah. <laughs> early, early enough Sunday morning. Early enough Sunday morning. Call, call, call it a Sunday. So um, that's basically what we had for you today. Obviously, we're continuing to keep an eye on the General Assembly as they kill each other's bills and, and you know, barely talk about the budget at this point. Um, yep. And uh, obviously, anything else that breaks, we'll, can, we'll continue to keep an eye on uh, as well as we head into our Friday um, and, and move from there. So, yeah, cool. um, yeah. so for Jeff Stapleton, I'm News Director Matt Demline. This has been the Thursday evening edition of It's News to Us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.